0: and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? Well, on uh, today's podcast, we are actually going to be reviewing my experience at the Chicago Wine Fest Spring Edition 2019. Turns out there's actually a spring and winter edition, which is fantastic. So let's hop right into it. Chicago Wine Fest, an elevated wine tasting experience that aims to stimulate all your senses. (laughs) (laughs) Come throw back some great food and enjoy live musical performances, all while sampling some of the best varietals from around the world. VIP admission means you'll gain access before the crowd, so you have more time to sample amazing wines and meet representatives who can answer questions and help you choose wines to enjoy them. Located in Chicago's beautiful River North, Mo's Cantina is the only authentic Northern Mexican restaurant in the heart of the city. Its exposed brick walls, custom-made wrought iron chandeliers, and open kitchens with wood-burning grills make for a warm, inviting atmosphere that's perfect for a meal with the family or a night out with friends. Equipped with state-of-the-art sound systems and countless HDTVs, it is also the ideal spot to catch up any of today's top sporting events. Founded in 2013 in Chicago's Riverville neighborhood, Old Crow Smokehouse has since been expanded to one of Chicago's hottest neighborhoods, River North. The country venue where it can be described as the ultimate blend of home cooking and a lively saloon. MasterChef Season 2 finalist Tony Schroggs combines his smoked meats with his homemade barbecue sauce to give you an irresistible flavor that is simply mouthwatering. Old Crow Smokehouse plays homage to the various barbecue styles served across the U.S. Now that you have a little bit of understanding of these two restaurants that are connected via hallway, River River North, that is hosting the Chicago Wine Fest, let's get right into who's all there and what we had a chance to sample. First up, PRP Wine International. Kind of like James Bond International. <laughs> At PRP Wine International, they offer their clients access to high quality wines typically not sold anywhere else in the US. They believe in bringing their exclusive wines directly to you from many of the world's top regions and producers. They presented the Duke de Malafi and the French Grenade Chavalet de Banois wine. I don't know what those were, but they tasted good. <laughs> 90 plus sellers. Yes, that should name the company called 90 plus sellers. They probably have 90 plus sellers. It all started in spring of 2009. Armed with a copy of the latest wine spectator, founder Kevin Mehra set out on a mission to bring higher quality wines to market for a better price. He started calling wineries with a history of high ratings to ask if they had a wine for sale. Some told him to get lost. I would. But in the end, he found a handful of wineries that liked his concept. The plan was simple put their wine behind their label and sell it for less. Wow, interesting. 90 plus sellers presented a 90 plus sellers wine, a Lila wine, and a Mija Sangria. Up next is Apollo Vineyards. Apollo Estate Vineyards were established from 1994 to 1996, with sites on both the west and east side of Paso Robles. The topographical diverse coastal landscape of the Westside Vineyards provides for an intense and unique flavor profile. Home to a wide range of varietals, the state vineyards help allow team at Apollo to create many unique singles varietals as well as award-winning blends. Apollo's vineyard team carefully monitors each lots of grapes throughout the season in order to produce the highest quality fruit possible. Presenting by Apollo Vineyards was the Mountain Zinfandel, the Summit in Zinfandel, and Cabernet a Grand Rouge Romblin, a Rose and a Flirtation Moscato and Albarino. They had seven wines for you to sample. Spent a lot of time there. (laughs) Our next stop is Treasury Wine Estates, our TWE. It is one of the world's largest wine companies listed on the Australian Securities Exchange. Everything they do is dedicated to releasing our vision of becoming the world's most celebrated wine company. They presented the Sterling Chardonnay Aluminum Bottle, 3 or 7 milliliters, the Sterling Rose Aluminum Bottle, the Maine and Vine Blood Orange Mango Spritzer, the Maine and Vine Pink Grapefruit Spritzer, the Matua Sauvignon Blanc, the 19 Crimes Uprising or the Rum Barrel Age Red Blend, and the Cavalier D'Oro Procesco. Also, fantastic choices there. It's kind of interesting trying these uh, spritzers and aluminum bottles. Uh, you never really know the, the different tastes of uh, drinks, bottles, cans, plastic, bottle, plastic glass bottles, things of that nature, until you actually have a chance to try them, compared to each other, right? I personally think, like, Coke and Pepsi taste different out of a bottle versus out of a can. I'm sure beers taste different out of a can and a bottle, because the aluminum tastes, etc. That's why I just prefer the draft. Anyways, up next is Fen Valley Vineyards. Fen Valley Vineyards is a family-owned and operated vineyard and winery complex established in 1973. Their goal has always been to produce world-class wines from grapes grown along the shore of Lake Michigan. Woo! Midwest! They presented the Fen Valley Wines. Wine. It was phenomenal. Makes us Midwest. I'm a little biased. (laughs) Next was Social Sparkling Wine Company is a female founded Chicago startup that's quickly spreading across the country. Social's mission is to create the most healthy conscious alcohol to empower people to live vibrant connected lives. All organic, only 88 cal- calories and made from superfoods. They served social hibiscus cucumber, social toasted coconut almond, social pink grapefruit ginger, social elderflower apple, and social strawberry rose. These tasted like they're healthy drinks. <laughs> But at the end of the day, if you want to drink something with a little bit of alcohol in it, let your hair down, and want to have some superfoods, definitely check out Social Sparkling Wine. Our next stop is Lost Generation. Nomaki was born out of a long day with friends hiking through the desert. The thought came up, what if there was a wine that could take you, take with you and enjoy it together in the fresh air? People who like wine made fresh by real winemakers don't want to lower their standards when they're out of the park with friends or hitting the beach. So they set out to create a canned wines and cocktails that would be proud to show up with a party. And when the moment of celebration presents itself, they can cheer together their friends and co-workers to get the party started right. They serve the nomiaki red and rose. This is so true. Like you go to concert at the park or you are out for a little picnic. You don't want to kind of open a bottle of wine and let it air out and stuff like that. So this is absolutely fantastic. This lost generation kind of stuff where it actually comes in a can. They figured it out. I give them that much. Up next is Vineyard Brands. As they are a quote-unquote family-owned enterprise by virtue of ESOP, they have chosen to represent only family-owned wineries. They have a wealth of experience representing both small producers and large volume brands. They represent over 60 wineries from the major wine-growing regions throughout the world. Their portfolio includes some of the best wines available from Argentina, Spain, Portugal, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, Germany, Italy, in France, including over 25 growers of state bottled wines in Bordeaux, Burgundy, Chablis, the Rhone, Loire Valley, Alsace, and southern France. They presented one wine which was Chateau Miraval Rose. Oh man, was that good? Totally worth it. Up next is VIN 312 Winery. VIN 312 Winery is an urban slash craft winery located here in Chicago. The urban winery concept is one that started in California, where new winemakers started bringing high-quality grapes from selected vineyards into an urban area with the goal of creating distinct wines to share with their customers. The terminology of urban can also be expressed as craft or boutique. Vin 312 offers a variety of experiences from local customers to learn about wines and share time, experiences, and conversations with their guests. One of their goals and purposes is sharing. This is part of everything they do. Wine has always been a vehicle for sharing. They presented Vin 312, a 2016 Cabernet Sauvignon, a Vin 312 2016 Super Tuscan, a Vin 312 27 Bonnier, a Vin 312 2016 Touche Rouaults. Up next was Tarver Hill Winery. The Morsh Hospitality Group thrives on cultivating sustainable ingredients and relationships. They understand the difference between a good time and a lasting impression and they are dedicated to making each moment better than the last. They presented the Tabor Hill Demi Sec, the Tabor Hill Demi Red, the Tambor Hill Cherry, and the Tabor Hill Cherry Moscato. Up next is Shernick Wines. Shernick Wines & Spirits is an importer and distributor of fine wines and spirits headquartered in the heart of New York City. They taste, select, and offer for sale, to the trade only, a high quality diversified portfolio of wines and spirits from around the world the company began with a handful of relatives no estate in 1897 or me, 1987 and has since grown to represent over 500 estates. they're exclusive usa importers from those these producers as well as local distribution partners within new york new jersey connecticut pennsylvania and california they presented the pinot project pinot noir the pinot project pinot grigio The Charter Project, the Pinot Project Rose, the Conquilla Cava Brut, the Conquilla Cava Brut Rose. Up next is everyone's favorite, Angry Orchard. (laughs) Like many of the orchards in the area, their orchard has a long history. It has been a farm since the 1700s as the first apple trees were planted here around 100 years ago. The Chris family took ownership of this orchard in 1963 as leaders in the apple growing industry grew both culinary and cider apples. They are committed to bringing traditional cider varieties and lost heirloom variety back to the United States. As such, certain areas of the orchard are designated for new cider apple paintings and varietal research, in collaboration with local institutions and growers. They presented the Angry Orchard Rose Cider and the Truly Hard Seltzer Rose. That was a little weird, but I tried it. Up next is WX Brands. They have curated a unique portfolio of proprietary brands that are sold across the United States and select countries around the world. They believe successful brands should over-deliver on quality for the money, be uniquely differentiated from the competition by their quality, benefits, and packaging, and create an engaging, enduring relationship with consumers. They presented Bread and Butter Cabernet Sauvignon, Bread and Bar Chardonnay, Whiplash Red Blend, Whiplash Zinfandel, Chronic Cellar's Purple Paradise, and Chronic Cellar's Pink Petals. Interesting. Next is Rose Bubble. California is home. They didn't need to travel to France to create their rose bubbles because the best wine in the world is right in their backyard. Their rose is Wine is sourced from the voluptuous grapes of beautiful Northern California to achieve their flavors. They use real fruit, the kind of you see in the farmer's market, fresh and unaltered. A touch of bubbles were added with care, just enough to be refreshing, delightful, and leave you coming back for more. They presented the Rose Bublé RTD, Rose Spritz, a strawberry, watermelon, pineapple, and orange Bublé as well. Super interesting. I like bubbles, but a lot of different flavors. It scared me a bit. Up next is the Bordek sellers, a guy of both tradition and science. Bordek sellers practice natural and traditional methods. Minimal intervention in the world, hands-off combined with attention to detail, is their way. Everything they do is literally by hand, from harvesting, sorting, stirring, and filling barrels. Lab analysis is done by nose. Smell, wow. Fermenting with native yeast from the vineyards highlight the characteristics of each vineyard, bringing every aspect of terrier into their wine. They presented Pinot Blanc, Rosé, and Pinot Noir. And our last stop was Virtue Cider. Gregory Hall founded Virtue Cider in 2011. He is known for his 20-year tenure as brewmaster of the Goose Island Beer Company, having won 14 consecutive Great American Beer Festival medals and pioneered Bourbon Barrel-aged Beer with Bourbon County Stout. In the spring of 2011, Hall left Goose Island and embarked on a two-month pilgrimage to study the craft of cider, touring and tasting the top ciders in england and france he brought his extensive experience in america to launch virtue cider in 2013 he brought cider making ventures as close as possible in the united states best apple growing states of michigan and launched virtue cider and fed michigan they presented the rose cider and the michigan honey man it was just fantastic so here's the thing right this is just the beginning of all the festivals here in town this is the wine fest you know, what are you, what are you going to go attend this year? There's a couple festivals every weekend. Tell me what you have to do to have fun at a festival. Give me some feedback. Just go ahead, reply in the comments, tweet at me, hit me up on Facebook, whatever you want to do. Let me know what your definition of a successful festival, festival is. Some people just like walking around. Some people enjoy people watching. Some people enjoy like overindulging in the food and drinks and having a little too much fun and letting the sun get to them. I'm there just kinda of check everything out, just explore, just get a chance to kind of see different parts of culture and life I haven't had a chance to explore before. So sit back, relax, and definitely let me know what you're thinking about doing this summer for all the festivals in 2019. This episode is sponsored by Bites Kitchen. The best of times are always shared at the table. Good food, good drinks, good stories, good friends. Wish I had any of those. (laughs) At Bites, they believe that good food is more than merely a part of survival. It is their passion. It has the power of transcend language, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, they share their culture with new friends and old. They share a piece of who they are. And by coming together for meals, they trade good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, they want you to celebrate cultures from around the world. They've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and more. They are also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how they shape their menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that is constantly evolving, a new story always awaits you at Bites. Show up, I guarantee you see me sitting with my Buddha in my hand. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words endless gratitude. Ready Reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. <laughs>